Welcome to the Placemaking Podcast. Podcast. The show geared at helping real estate developers learn and understand important aspects of the development process while improving communities one at a time. Each week, we'll discuss major facets of the real estate development process with industry professionals. Now, here's your host, Matthew Lowe's. Hello and welcome everybody to episode number 38 of the Placemaking Podcast. This is the very last episode of season one. I want to thank you all for joining me here today. I want to thank you all for all your support over the last year. This is the first year I've done this podcast and I really appreciate the support I've gotten so far. I've learned quite a bit over the last year and I wanted to share that with you all today. I want to go back over some talking points and key points from each episode as we went through last year. We talked to everybody it felt like in the industry, commercial real estate. We talked to people in the banking industry. We talked to people in development. We talked to people in the architectural, engineering, geotechnical, broker business. We talked to everybody, it seemed like, this year. And I got so much from each episode. And today I just want to share some of the key points for each of the episodes going through and then give you a teaser for what's coming up next in season number two. So, without further ado, let's kind of start this out with episode number two. This is my first episode with another guest, and I appreciate Josh for taking the time to sit with me and discuss selecting an architect. As you'll recall, Josh is the founder and principal of Method Architecture. He had tons of great points on this topic of selecting an architect. And the one that I strung to the most was that you want to select an architect that can really speak to your vision. They need to align with your vision and your values, and you need to be able to have those discussions candidly with your architect. I thought that was a great point. Now, episode three, this was a... A special episode for me, this is one of my great friends, Cameron Pibus. Uh, we discussed how to manage a ground-up development, which is a tricky conversation. There's a lot that goes into managing a ground-up development. So to condense that down into one key point is really tough. But the main point I got was that communication is extremely valuable throughout the development process. The means of communication often does change throughout the process based where you are in that process. And Cameron illustrated that perfectly by mentioning that early on in the design process, it's a lot more free-flowing. There's a lot more open discussion. And then when you get to a certain point, you need to handle the discussions a little bit more from a point of management, which is what Cameron is so effective at. So I appreciate his discussion on this. Episode four was understanding the role of GC on your next step ground development with Bridger Clatter. He's one of my good friends as well. And his main point was that a cohesive team from the bottom up is absolutely crucial for a development project. 
from owner to developer to GC to the subs, you need everybody on the same page. This is where you can find the most successful projects, and I couldn't agree with them more. Episode five. This was a <laughs> this was another fun one. Deciphering form-based code with Mike Brennan. Mike Brennan is a man with a plan when it comes to zoning and form-based code. He lives and breathes this stuff. And to pull that information from him, this was an absolute delight. The main point I got from his discussion was that Euclidean zoning, or our standard zoning, creates districts based on land use types, whereas form-based code encourages mixed uses as long as they are compatible with each other. Now, the rules are focused on the public realm between the buildings to encourage walkable districts, unlike the Euclidean zoning we're used to. Now, episode six is a, is a fun one. So, what the heck is a geotech, right? This was with my friend Tim Tarbutton, and he says in preparing a geotechnical investigation of property, there is a diminishing return on the amount of borings that you do for a site to understand the geotechnical strata beneath your site. But it's impossible to find every possible issue underground, even with a geotechnical exploration. Now, episode number seven, property taxes and your development with Alex Pace. This guy knows his stuff when it comes to property taxes. I want you to look him up if you ever need anything in the DFW Metroplex in regards to your property taxes. Now, his main point was when you start a development, you need to get your local property tax advisor on board at the very beginning of your deal so that there are no surprises when you begin to develop your property and start getting that tax bill. They can be proactive in helping you to understand the implications of the development on your tax burden. Episode number eight, Designing the Future of Transit-Oriented Development with David Leininger. This is one of my favorite subjects. I love the idea of transit-oriented and transit-adjacent development, and David literally knows everything about it. He was in the private sector, moved to the public sector, and has been in the public sector in the ULI Product Council for years his focus has been on transit-oriented development, and the main fact I got from his discussion was one of the biggest hurdles facing transit-oriented development today is the idea that infrastructure will bring the introduction of unruly and mischievous characters that will disrupt the surrounding community. And this is simply untrue and can be very toxic to the holistic approach of transit oriented development, transit-adjacent development, and transit, public transit in general. Episode 9, From the Golden Gate to the Lone Star State, Finding Opportunity in CRE with Andrew Blake. Andrew has got a great story. I want you to listen to that episode if you haven't already. But the main point I got from Andrew is that when you're starting out development, it is absolutely crucial to know the market that you plan to develop in. Learn as much as you can about the community and the various aspects that make it unique. This will help you create value in your development. Episode 10, Engineering a Real Estate Development Project with Scott Miller. Scott Miller is a 
fellow engineer just like myself that moved into development. He says, you're not going to know everything about development when you're in development, but it's crucial that you understand how to speak the language so that you can communicate across the various disciplines and to all the shareholders involved. Episode 11. This was this was an interesting one. This was the future of construction tech in the digital age with Arnie Heiskanen. Arnie is the guy to talk to in construction technology. Arnie is my friend from across the pond there in Finland. He knows so much about this topic. And the main point I got, although there's many, is that data is going to be increasingly more important in the construction industry as the various firms race to reduce waste and increase productivity on the job site. You can take that to the bank. Now, episode 12, remember Floods Know No Lines with Kelly DeFederici's. This was this was a fun one. She she was so great to talk to. I'm appreciative of her time. Now she mentioned before buying a property, it's best to go ahead and talk with the floodplain administrator in your city, even if you think there's no way there could ever be a floodplain. They can often warn you about localized flooding in a specific area that won't show up on a FEMA map, and they can even help you to design your project as you're going forward and and provide guidance going forward, especially if you're in a floodplain. Now, episode 13, Hiring a Real Estate Professional with Jeff Wittenberg. This came at a very interesting time as we were just getting into the pandemic. This topic just resonated at that time because many people were we're starting to lose their jobs in the middle of this pandemic. And Jeff brought so much wisdom. So if you're interested in and looking for a career in the CRE industry, you should definitely lif- listen to that episode and contact Jeff. Now, if you are looking for a job in CRE, or any field for that matter, you need to start building relationships with those in the industry. This takes time, but during this time... Zoom calls and video conferences, people are often more accessible to meet. So Jeff's advice is just to get out there and start mingling with those that are in the industry and start building those relationships. Now, episode 14, Tackling Urban Issues with Market Urbanism with Scott Byer. This was a new one for me, and this idea of market urbanism advocates for the emergence of bottom-up solutions to urban issues as opposed to ones imposed from the top down. Now this one was an interesting episode because it was more about ideology and approach and it but it was so interesting. So I I implore you to listen to that episode if you're interested in urban issues. Episode 15 Understanding the Birth of the Building with Ben Stevens. Penn Stevens is a good friend of mine, developer. He's written his own book. It's called The Birth of a Building. You should definitely check it out. Personally, this is one of my favorite episodes. We talked about so much. And the main point I got from this episode that many of the decisions made by developers are multidimensional 
and can often be difficult to quantify. Often it comes down to experience yourself and your design team to help make these decisions. Now, episode 16 was a fun one. So bringing a taste in Mexico City to his first project in the States by with Omar Diaz. Omar is a local developer in Fort Worth that came from Mexico City and brings with him so much interesting experience. He started his first project, a townhome project in Fort Worth near Southside area, and his advice was to find a mentor as soon as possible and then build a team of professionals to help prepare you for your first development deal. Tons of great advice in there. Episode 17, Lessons from a Real Estate Developer, Founder, and Biohacker with Ari Rastica. This has to be the most fun I had ever interviewing anybody. He had so much to bring to the table, and I really appreciate his time. His main point was that we understand that we are influenced by our design. It's how we exist in the world, and our vantage points are very much a response to the design. It's not a new thing. It's just very important to understand that when you are developing a property. Design is very important. Now, <laughs> number 18, Jamie Lindbergh. She's a fellow podcaster, and her podcast is creating healthy, intentional, sustainable communities. And that's what the name of the show was for this one. She said it's important to understand the business side of development, but it's even more crucial to learn the people side of the business. When you can connect with individuals on a human level, it will put you on another level in your CRE career. It's quite simply a people business. Now, episode 19, Digging Up the Dirt on Forensic Engineering with Rodolfo Lomas. Forensic engineering is so interesting to me. And if you don't know what it is, I want you to listen to that episode and, and do a little research on your own. It's so interesting. And, and the main point I got from this one is that if you're not willing to spend the money to make the necessary fixes, when you hire a forensic engineer, it really doesn't make sense to hire the engineer in the first place because it's just a waste of time. So you got to be ready to realize what the impact of the issue is. Now, episode 20, Development Without Displacement, DeMont Campbell Jr. So DeMont is a new developer getting into single-family developments in Dallas, South Dallas, in particular, and he brought tons of great advice for somebody just starting out. His main point was to reach out to others that are doing the things you want to do in CRE. You will often be surprised how much others will want to help you on your mission as long as you put in the sweat equity and provide mutual benefits. This is a guy that knows about sweat equity. You should definitely check him out. If you're interested in the Dallas area and want to help, Episode 21, Understanding Underwriting Criteria from a Bank's Perspective with Tony Holtzbach. There's two parts to every loan. Who is the sponsor and what is their guarantee worth? And are they really personally invested in the project? Tony realized that this is the most important part of the loan package. Episode 22, Decoding FEMA firm panels and the law of 1% with Elizabeth Fontaine. This was another fun one, and this is always great to talk to fellow engineers. 
and her main point was that there are many various ways to change the FEMA flood maps. And each one of those has criteria for achieving those map revisions, each one varying in difficulty and scope. So it's important to know what you're getting into before you start looking at changing these FEMA flood maps. Get with the professional early on. Episode 23, Exploring Adventures in Commercial Real Estate with Spencer Burton. Spencer is one of the co-founders of Adventures in CRE. You should definitely check out their website. They have got tons of great information for those in the real estate, commercial real estate field. And they basically give away all of their models for you to download at free of charge. They are awesome. So definitely check them out. And his main point was that even if you don't have experience in CRE, but want to get into the field, you could build a portfolio of potential projects, fake projects, projects that don't exist, but you analyze and you, you provide a potential employer to show that you understand the financial analysis portion of the industry. It's extremely valuable, and I thought that was a great point to, to build up your portfolio, even if they're not even real projects. So number episode number 24, Historic Tax Credits and Preserving Integrity and Structures with Dak Hatfield. Dak is another broker developer in the Fort Worth area, and he brought a very interesting perspective. And his thought was that having a network of individuals that you can call on when you have questions is extremely important in the industry. And it's how Dak was able to stay oppressed to new trends in real estate as they came along. Episode 25, Exploring Alternative Lending for Your Next Real Estate Development Project with Antoine Watson. So there are different types of loans that consist of either debt funding or equity funding. And this debt funding allows the developer to detain financing without surrendering any equity in the product. Equity funding is considered a little more risky for most investors as the investor owns a share of the asset better known as equity. If you're looking for private lending, you, uh, you should definitely reach out to Antoine. His information is in that episode, so check it out. Now, Pitching your next real estate development deal with Evan Knox. This was this was a fun one. Evan is a marketing guy. He's he's marketing through and through, but I thought his message would be in such perfect alignment with the show because he was able to bring a different perspective. And the main topic I pulled from that episode was that when you are pitching your next deal, remember that you are not the hero. You are the guide. The person that you are pitching is the hero in their own story, and you want to be their guide. So check out that episode if you want a little more of the philosophy of marketing your real estate deals. Episode 27, Seeing the Future of 3D Printing and Construction with Scott Denny. Scott's another engineer like myself, and Scott is in the breaking edge of 3D printing here in the U.S., this is another topic that I am extremely interested in, 3D printing and how it can transform the construction industry. Now, the main point I got from this episode was that 3D printing could allow for more efficient designs 
once the structural codes and designers are able to catch up to this new technology. Still in the works, uh, but it's really exciting to see what they're doing with that. Episode 28, leading the way with sustainable design and architecture uh, with Casey and Michael from Core Architects. This was a fun one as well. Lead is another aspect of development that I find extremely interesting. Now, the main point I got from this one was that in order to truly design a lead certified building, the sustainable discussions need to be made very early in the design process. Bring your design team on early, and that goal needs to be discussed at the very beginning. Episode 29, setting our sights on understanding land surveys with Daniel Arthur. Land surveys are a part of every part of the development process, and it's important to understand what goes into these. Now, the main point that Daniel brought was that understanding the needs of your financial institution when ordering various items on the table A list for the Alta is extremely important. And you guys know what the Alta is, but I'll uh, let you check out that episode to learn a little bit more about that subject. Then in episode 30, we understood or got to understand the property developer's mindset with Justin Getty. Getty is also across the pond there in Australia, and he brought a load of load of great advice as a developer and a fellow podcaster. He brought an interesting aspect, an interesting thought process. His main point was that as a real estate developer, you are the conductor of the orchestra. You're not just the violinist, the pianist. You're not the you're not the cello. You're not the, you are. The the conductor, and that's a mindset you need to stick with. Now, episode 31, Understand Real Estate Valuations for Development with Dylan Cook. There's a lot that goes into determining a property's highest and best use, and many of these aspects are not always clear, especially if you're not a real estate broker. Dylan knows what he's talking about, and you should definitely check out Range Realty Advisors in the DFW Metroplex. Episode 32, Developing Housing Solutions Where People Can Flourish with Tyler Arbogast. Housing authorities do much more than just distribute vouchers to those in need. And this was a crucial reminder for everybody. I think what Tyler brought to the show was a real understanding in the importance of housing authorities in your local jurisdiction. I really appreciated his candid discussion on this as somebody that was in private development and shifted over to housing authority work. I thought it was really interesting to see his point of view. Now to episode 33, financing developments that create great places with Ward Davis. Ward Davis is a local developer here in Northwest Arkansas. And in this time of turmoil, he reminds us that Investors seem to be looking for consistent returns, not necessarily the highest initial returns. There's a key point in there that consistency is ruling right now whenever all the other asset types are inconsistent. <laughs> Episode 34, this was, this was great. I really enjoyed this discussion with Chris Powers 
fellow podcaster and also real estate developer in Fort Worth, Texas. This episode was on creating desirable places through property assemblage. <laughs> he brought up a great point that barbells are not just for lifting, utilizing the barbell theory to find your next project site. I don't even want to give this one away. I want you guys to listen to that episode and learn about the barbell theory. I think you'll be blown away by the simplicity yet profoundness of that theory. So check out episode 34. You won't regret it. Now episode 35. This was another great one and I learned so much from this one. How to bring stunning historic buildings to life using tax credits with Elizabeth Rosen. I have to be honest with you, I did not know a whole lot about historic tax credits before this discussion. I knew enough to be dangerous, but not enough to utilize such an amazing credit. So the main point I got from this was that when coupled with the state programs, the historic tax credits could provide a tax credit of 40 to 50 percent the value of the approved qualified expenditures. That is huge, guys. You should definitely check out this episode if you're utilizing tax credits or historic buildings in your next development. There's tons of great advice there. Episode 36, taking a deep dive into underground detention with Steve Messina. Steve is a fellow engineer as well, and we discussed underground detention Underground detention can be utilized as a stormwater quality and quantity control device. This is a pretty in-depth topic, but as you'll see in that episode, we really unpack what it means for an underground detention basin on your site. And last but not least, making it in real estate from a lawyer turned developer with John McNellis. He is an author, he is a real estate developer, and he is the co-founder of McNillis Partners LLC in Northern California. And his point was that all you have is time. The goal is to get the most return of your time. Speaking of time, I am almost out of time. But as you can see from the takeaways above, this season of the Placemaking Podcast was full of amazing information on making it in real estate development and absolutely provides actionable steps that you can take on your next real estate development project. Now, if you'd like to learn more about the main takeaways from these shows above, be sure to check out the page for each and listen to each show. We'll continue to provide takeaways from each episode as we move forward into Season 2. Now, as always, if you've enjoyed the content and the show, I would ask that you please subscribe to the show and share with your friends in the real estate industry. I promise you we will have more great discussions on the shows to come. We'll see you guys in Season 2.